You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. So Chris is probably on his way back from the uh, Mason and yeah, Island Hall so. of Fame induction ceremony. Yep. Curious to hear how that went. I wonder if Mason only really talked for, what is he going for, 90 seconds? Is he said that what he a minute said? 30s, what he's going to go. John said he's just going to say thank you. And then that was it. I feel it. like you got to give a little more than thank you if you're getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Kawhi Leonard, is he Kawhi Leonard? Thank kind you. of a little, <laughs> there's a little bit from him if he just kind of looked up and was like. And John's a great storyteller. He just looked at everybody and just said, thank you. And then he just walked off. <laughs> like, take the whole room in for a good solid 30, 40 seconds. He and tells then... him, he tells Are him to stand. Are you trying to ignore uh, the kids' bop? Uh, yes. yes. I, I, I have PTSD from no kids' question bop about over it. the years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is the like, instrumental break. Don't worry. This is... So I've had good. way too many. No, no, tell me, how did it go? So you, you are obviously over there as well. Mason yeah. and Ireland inducted yeah. into the Southern California Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah. How was it? it? It was nice. It was really nice. There were some things that were, I would like to say, surprising that I'll tell you in a break. I think you'll appreciate it. Okay. Um, I'm still a little shocked by it, but Mason and Ireland were <laughs> go, great. Go, Cody, go to break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. A, first of all... I, I'll, I'll leave it for later. Okay. It's, it's not, uh, yeah, it's not for air right now. Damn it. Uh, Mason and Ireland were amazing. They did a really good job. Pepe Mantillo had an amazing right. speech. Oh, yeah, Pepe, got in there really well. good. They're both another the, Hall of Fame. The horse. Yes, him too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, was ama- he was really great. May- so Mason talked for a minute and a half, two minutes. Okay. He didn't talk very long. So he did his 90. He talk- yeah, he talked, for, and John- he talked for John. John did not want to speak at all. John stood up there with Mason. And uh, just gave a quick. So John speech. said nothing. John said nothing. Oh, not even a thank you. No, I, I mean, thought John he, said yesterday he was just going to give a thank you. He was there to just just win the award, and they actually won a couple awards. They won uh, show of the, like a overall show in, okay. in Southern California from 2022. Mm. Then they won. The, then their Hall of Fame for this year, and John's up for a couple other awards. I had to get back, so I missed the wow. other ones. But it was there was a lot of them. So John's going to show up like uh, who was the guy that did Hold Parasite him. M, where he won every award. Hong Jun Ho. Yeah, him. Yeah. He's going to be like that guy. Or Beyonce. Like, Beyonce with uh, all her Grammys. <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe John knew he was going to win multiple awards. He's saving, saving his, his words. Speech. He's like, did he speak at the other things? Uh, no, no, no. The other things you just went up there, got the award, and took a picture, and then went off. Morales, by the way, had an amazing setup speech for them. Okay. Okay. Introduction speech. He did. He's really, surprised. really good at that stuff. Yeah. And he did a really good speech. And then Mason talked for a little. It was nice. It was. Uh, I got a little breakfast. Got some coffee. And then now we're here. Learned about Welcome. some terrible people in this world. And uh, you know. <laughs> Is that what you're going to tell me? Oh, yeah. Uh, is it the person that I'm hoping it's going to be? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a part of an organization that you and I love that is no, oh, lo- that is no, oh, lo- no, no oh. longer a part of said organization. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> it is exciting, that's right? exciting, yes, It was indeed. just a shock. It was just, 
just oh my god onto the table yeah as soon as it happened yeah yeah i'm excited i may allude to it a little bit later in mason ireland so stay tuned for that <laughs> so with that in mind not yeah. not exactly that in mind but in the neighborhood of that in mind yeah is going to hit in about an hour 10 minutes or so yeah. he's yeah. going to make his dodger debut spring training who cares it's against the white Sox. blah 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 Kind of excited to see him taking that bat in a quasi-real Dodger uniform for the first time. Yeah, I just want to see him up there in Dodger blue and what is technically a real game. It's not a real game, but it's kind of a real game. Yeah. I just want to see, and I said it on the Blue Review yesterday, mm-hmm. I just want him to walk out of it afterwards and say, I feel great. Yep. I I track pitches well. I don't care if he hits a home run in both of his at-bats. If he does, he people will lose their minds. They'll lose their collective minds. <laughs> well, if he that, strikes that, out that, on both of them, I'll be like, that's why cool. It I doesn't think, matter either I think way. this is the exception of spring training and saying, who cares? No, the exception is watching Otani in his first couple at-bats with the Dodgers, and the exception is Yamamoto pitching tomorrow. But the the fun is – stay with Otani for a second. Mm-hmm. The, the fun is he's doing it, not the result, right? Like if he strikes out twice, it's not like, uh-oh, or no, if he hits two home runs. No, but if he runs, hits two home runs? It's spring training. It doesn't it matter. Spring tra- I know it doesn't matter, <laughs> but they, that the who cares, I get the who cares part. It doesn't mean anything. But, it, but I'm not trying to tell you guys that this is going to go – we're going to be talking about his spring training at bats in a month, but it's a big deal of this is the first time that he's going to be in a spring training game representing the Los Angeles Dodgers. Same thing for Yamamoto tomorrow. These are This is different than a regular spring training game because it's those two players. There's got to be some excitement Would you be that. surprised if he just does hit two home runs in both of his at bat? Yes. Would you be surprised? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he hits one. If he goes two for two and hits a pair, that's that's kind of owning the moment. If he hit a home run, every cut in this from now until tonight, it's going to be. Did you see Shohei in his first couple at bats with the Dodgers? Here's the other thing, though. Shohei Otani, if we're nitpicking his game, he strikes out a lot. He does. Right? And so. Oh, what? You're allowed to nitpick because I can't nitpick. Right. But but if he goes in there and he has a day where he strikes out a couple of times, it's not. Who cares? There's no result that makes. Is it fun? Sure. Is it meaningful? No. I, I want it. Honestly, what I'd like to see him do more than anything, and I don't even know if he'd turn on the afterburners. Is I'd like to see him hit a ball in the gap. Yeah. Because one his- one of my favorite things about that dude, other than he's an ace pitcher and hits fifty Speed. home runs, is watching him run. Because you first of all, we were talking with Kevin Demoff about this last night at at the Rams thing. I asked him about Otani showing up and, the- and showing mm-hmm. up on that Thursday night game against the Saints. And the the whole SoFi Stadium had a buzz because Otani was in the house and he was talking about when he went into the, the, the locker room before the game and met the players and the players were struck by his physicality, how big of a guy he is. That These are NFL players. They're like, that's a dude right there. He's not just a great baseball player. He's, he's an athlete. physically imposing. Yeah. He's, he's six monstrous. foot five. He's mm. huge. And then he runs the way he does. Mm. If all the things like on the table, watching him hit a ball into the gap and seeing if he could tr- get a triple, that's like the coolest thing to just look at. Oh, no. He, he's going to be exciting to watch all year. I just uh, If he's actually hitting doubles in today's game – Get out of here! It's people are no matter what he does. It's strikeouts, doubles, triples, singles. He's everyone's like, this yeah, is amazing. Watch. It's amazing. So th- throw the I question wanna... you throw the question you were, you were talking about yesterday, where mm-hmm. you is mentioned it about you doing a quiz right now. No, it's what quiz are you taking, bro? I'm I'm basically gonna get fired from Walt Disney because I I how do you not have to do these? I don't know why you're. I, doing I just them. never done them. I, talent I, talent doesn't do them. 
Maybe it's because I was in sales and it's still all the same. I don't know if that's what it's it very, is. It's just very odd looking over and it says super because you answered the question I have, correctly. It's next month, March will be my nine year anniversary here at seven ten. I've never done one of those. I, get, I think you're wasting your time. I get those emails. They probably come once every Stop couple of months. Stop looking at the emails. <laughs> then I get follow up emails. Hurry up do, and do it. You, don't use that email address. I'm letting you know. You are the only host at seven ten that takes those tests. Do they use their, like, do they, fire drills? Do they, do they, Standards do they, of business content. Do they use the... Conflict. Do they That's use their one. ESPN Conduct. address? Do the other talents use their ESPN <laughs> no. address? Michael doesn't even look at his ESPN. Yeah. John does not use his. Don't. Mason yeah. doesn't use his. Travis doesn't use his. Kaplan doesn't use his. I think Sedano does. Sedano probably does because of Because he does a lot of... He's on TV. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he might have to take them for TV side, but nobody takes them for here. Cody, well, Travis, you... maybe you would have more TV stuff if you used your <laughs> Disney email. Do you want? Do you want Disney email? Do you want? Do you want to do I TV? I, I get you everything I need. Like yeah, I have. I, I don't. Fine. I, there, there's not been a moment, and knocking on wood, there's never been a moment like, well, we sent it to you, and I missed it, and like the opportunity of a lifetime went by the board. It's uh, you're people, gonna one you day know? you're gonna Pe- one day open because up because people that know where to find me Traff, know where to find me. Traff, you're gonna one day open up your ESPN. It's gonna be like host with Scott Van Pelt, <laughs> <laughs> NFL tonight, Travis like, Rogers Sports Center at night. If, that, if that's what they want, they know where to get me. They know uh, where to. What get was the me. question that Slee wanted you to ask me? So yesterday we were talking about um, what what is what's the expectations you have for Otani in his first year if he hit. 40 home runs. What's a good year and what's a great year? What's a well a good year would be 35 home runs and probably about like 85 90 RBIs. That's a good okay. year. A great year. That's probably, a Max Muncy year just yeah, so we're a, clear. Yeah, and that's a that's a good Max year. Max Muncy makes it's 10 million. It's a good million. year for yeah. Max. Show him makes 70. Yeah. And Max no, so plays Max defense, Muncy. right? <laughs> well, well Max is debatable. Yeah, he is he, is a, <laughs> he is out there. He's actually a bad yeah. defender. He stands near third base <laughs> most is, nights. Yeah. When balls goes away you kind of cringe a little bit like oh no here it comes. Uh, no, Shohei. I think a good, like a great year would be what 55, 60 home I think runs. it's fifty. Yeah, I, 50. I think fi- no, north of fifty is an A plus yeah. opening act. So do you don't For, think thirty five is a good year? I think it's a good year. Yeah, I, but I think forty is kind of the 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 number. Get around 40. more than forty. That's a really great, awesome opening act. Over fifty, A plus. Yeah. Under forty, assuming health, right? If he's healthy, then the numbers go out the window. But if he's healthy and he hits. Between 30 and 35, it's like, yeah, that's good, but that's not what you expected. Is it $2 million good? Of course it is, but so, it's not, I, that's it's what not he's $2 making. million. Dollars. I, I understand, you, you, I understand, you, I understand but he's making $2 million this year. <laughs> he needs to be the guy that is not just good, but extraordinary. When, when oh, you are the center of the solar system, which he is, in the three spot. then you just, t- two spots today. Spot you know today. his OPS Did is, they do it in the, they put him in the two spots today? T- oh, that's actually do, big news. Do you know his OPS in the two spot is almost 200 points higher than when he hits third? I always mm. thought that he should be in the two spot. Yeah. I thought it should go Mookie, Shohei, Freddie. He's going to hit second today. So he's, that so that was the whole thing. That was a big controversy. And basically, Freddie's going to have 600 RBIs. Da- he, yeah. he might. Yeah. Dave, Dave Roberts said before, he's like, what, what you see in that first spring training game is probably what it's going mm. to be in the regular season. So that means Shohei's hitting second. If that's actually a big deal. It, it is a big deal. If you're if you're a Mookie Betts, mm-hmm. you just have to be the best version of Mookie Betts. And, and Freddie Freeman, same thing. But when you're Otani and everything that comes along with it, it needs to be special. And and here's the here's the exciting part. He almost always has been. So it's not asking him to do anything he hasn't done, but just being really good is not or, the expectation. Or how about this? How about 
be special at times where a lot of these other players were not special. Yeah. So what I'm talking about is in the postseason, post yeah. all of a sudden Shohei takes his game to another level because it's Shohei Otani, was in the World Baseball Classic and was unbelievable on the highest stage. Great. That's what he's going to need to be. Is so he? It's shocking. Ahead, no, I was just going to say that it's been oh, seven years now. This is going to be year seven. Mm-hmm. It's still shocking to me that this is go- if the- when they make the playoffs this year, it's his first playoff appearance. Yeah, I know. We don't know what he actually looks like in the MLB playoffs because he never got there. Mm-hmm. Yes, true, factual, accurate. Are you even a little concerned that he's going to drink? Not Neither am I. If there's a guy yeah. that I think is going to come through in clutch moments, it's it's him. It's Shohei I know Otani. it's not apples to apples, but that WBC thing made you go, oh, yeah, he's one of those he's guys. Fine. He's, he's fine. one of those guys. Because Striking it wasn't out Trout in the ninth inning. And getting a double in a crucial moment in that game. Yeah. And, 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 right. and inspiring his team, leading his team. Mm-hmm. Not just that, hey, I flared a ball over the first baseman's head, it landed fair. He smoked a ball off the wall. Yep. He's hyping up his team from yeah. second base. He goes out there and strikes out one of the best players of the last 30 or 40 years to end the game. And by the way, blows him away. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like just that, that sweeper or slider, whatever, calling that thing. Trout is one of the great hitters of the last 30 or 40 years. He missed it by four feet. It was it was a it was a full count too, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How much better does that get? Full count, bottom of the ninth. Let's have him do it Wait in a the Dodger yeah. uniform. Oh yeah, that would That's be very exciting. Here's a question for you guys: Is he even the most important guy on this team coming into this season? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. anniversary of this song as well um and i find it funny because trivia now this you can play for 30 minutes if you want so trivia there's this one why round. do you hate the eagles em? i don't hate the eagles of all I'm gonna, this song this a, i don't this hate this song unbelievable song sure um <laughs> there's a round of trivia where you have to do karaoke and they you nominate one person from your team up and they have to sing karaoke badly into the mic whatever and uh this song is a very bad karaoke song because the only part where a lot of people can like really belt out and sing along sure. is the chorus, sure. which is mm-hmm. most songs, but this song has a lot of not chorus. And so it's not a very good karaoke song. So I remember one time it was playing and everyone was just like, yeah, when is this song going to be over with? On because... the dark desert highway. Mm. Yep. <laughs> going, Travis? Get that's him, about Travis. all I got. Oh. See, him, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's my. Why thing do you about hate a, Hotel California? I don't hate Hotel California. Come on, okay, let's, let's, let's I, I, peel this I'm onion. Yeah, what, I'm, did I'm something happen? Not the best, but what's what happened to this song? It's a great song. It's like it's like you guys. If you I've played the Taylor Swift song, it's fine. I'm I'm. <laughs> we I'm, all know what fine means. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't mean that it's fine. I, it means like, that I don't like it. Fawn sushi. 
Yvonne's sushi was, wasn't Yvonne's? even fine. That was right. Yeah. Albertson's sushi's good. I think I'm scarred because we had that one promo running for the Eagles show for like a year, that it was felt like. And so I think this song got really ingrained in my mind because of that. Sometimes our promos do that to me. So we're, did you notice yesterday, I didn't, I'm just thinking of concerts, and I know Billy Joel's going to play at Intuit Dome. He might even be the opening act or very near the opening act when, when they get that thing going. It's supposed to, drove by it last night, both on the way in and the way out. It's supposed to open in August, which mm. is only six months from now. I, I'm not a contractor, construction worker. Like they're gonna have to kick it into high gear. Did that look like it's only six months away to you from being finished? Um, if I'm being honest, I didn't drive in. Okay. And I didn't see it, so I can't like make a. I haven't about been it. to SoFi. In, I didn't go all last season. I went to the first game of the year, the previous year, where yeah. it was the Chargers and the Raiders. Right. So I think the last time I saw the Intuit Dome, I I don't know. If, I I have no idea where they were. And I keep, I'm kind of with you. Like, every time I keep hearing it's coming up next season, I'm like, where are they with the building? It So it went from they're getting started, right, yeah. where there's like a, a, a rough structure to it, to, oh, it's got the shell and it, we're getting close. But yeah. it, And again, I'm assuming they're working like crazy on the inside and everything else, but it still looks like it looked six months ago. Like, there hasn't yeah. been any movement on the exterior. It was a wet February. Yeah. I heard they didn't even get permits. <laughs> it's gigantic. It's going to be the wall. So okay, there was there driving was. out last night, you drive by the forum, okay. right? The forum and keep in mind, when I was a kid, going to see a Laker game or a Kings game at the forum was a big deal. Like the forum was How far is a, the forum from into it? Half a mile? It's it it's whatever the length of SoFi's footprint is. It's literally on the exact opposite side yeah. of that, right? Into it is like five times the size of the form at least that's what it feels like wow. like obviously sofi dwarfs it yeah but into it next to sofi doesn't feel really really small the form looks like a high school gym sitting there next to sofi if sofi weren't there it would look fine yeah but it just looks so small sitting next to that giant and, and into it does not and you mentioned this yesterday you said or i'm sorry you mentioned this today this is the final Lakers Clippers matchup tomorrow. Final one at Crypto, you said? With the Clippers as the home team. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay, so Lakers club. That's on the regular season. Who knows okay. if they play in the playoffs? Maybe. That they've never played Unreal. in the playoffs is Makes hard no to believe. And the, and the way it's lined up now, they're not going to play in the playoffs again. That's, you know, obviously Lakers got some work to do here. But Lakers would have to get one of the seven, eight spots, and the Clippers would have to get one of the one or two, which they're two and a half back now, so I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I'm with you. Both of those franchises never facing each other in the playoffs makes I'm just going through no here, and, and I'm going th- – I know the Lakers have played Minnesota in the postseason, Denver, the Suns. The, they've never played the Pelicans in the postseason. Or go back, did they ever play – who were the Pelicans before they were the Pelicans? Uh, Charlotte was the Hornets. They were the Hornets. Okay. So yeah, they're on the opposite draw, so yeah. they wouldn't have played them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kings, yes. Mavericks, yes. Golden State, yes. Utah, yes. Houston, yes. Memphis, yes. Portland, yes. San Antonio, yes. That's the Western Conference. Minnesota is a yes. OKC, not in the playoffs, I don't recall. They did. They did? They played, uh, that was the year... Remember, um, it's played, KD was still there, and oh, Powell right. had a tip in the game, right, right, like right. six yes, games, yes, something right. like that. So it's <clears throat> the Clippers and the Pelicans are the only two Western Conference teams they haven't played in the postseason, and the Pelicans weren't even in the West until what ten, twelve years ago. 
They haven't even been, they haven't even been in this half of the draw. Have the Lakers played the Pelicans in the play-in ever? I don't know. I thought about that too for a second. They have they've played the Warriors, mm-hmm. they've played the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think those are the two playing games. Right. It would be an opportunity for the Clippers. It would be a playoff series for the Lakers, right? Like the the, the Lakers are are trying to win titles. And whether we beat the Suns or the Clippers or the Kings or the Blazers, you're just the next team we need to beat before we can go beat the Celtics in the finals mm-hmm. to hang another banner. Mm-hmm. For the Clippers, it's an opportunity. And not that it's going to swing the tide of the city, but it would be one of those, hey, we finally played them in the playoffs, and it's only been the one time, but we want it. Mm-hmm. Whether they go to punch their ticket. And what's weird is the Clippers' new odds for the NBA uh, yeah, champion came that. out. Yep. Celtics are number one, mm-hmm. followed pretty closely by the Clippers at number two. Then the Nuggets are at three, and it, it kind of goes from there. The, the, the Lakers are further down the list. They're kind of in the middle of the pack for the whole team. But that the Clippers are number two ahead of the Denver Nuggets what, What's a the, surprise. H- help me with this. I'm not a betting man. So do they actually think the Clippers are better than Denver, or are, is this a strategic of why they do those odds that way? It, it, it's a little bit of both, okay. but they they think that they have a better chance of winning the NBA championship than the Clipper than the Nuggets do. That, mm-hmm. That's what the odds are telling you. Not the and not necessarily in a basketball sense, but in an odds sense. That okay. this is these are shorter odds. This is a bet that will pay less. I don't understand why because the basketball of it, Denver just seems like a much better team, but. Clippers are pretty good, and 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 they, it do doesn't have, feel like I, they're missing a piece. Why do I have, I have hesitation on the Clippers. You do every time I see them play, I feel like there's, let let's Denver might not be the best example, but that's just the cream of the crop. When Denver plays, there's a fluidness. Certain teams play, there's a fluidness. You just feel like the ball's always moving. The Warriors, that's what they were so great. I don't know who the hell's going to shoot the ball. San Antonio Spurs back in the days. I feel like with the Clippers, it's so Harden, your turn. Kawhi, your turn. PG, your turn. I'm not saying they don't have talent because their talent is ridiculous. They yeah. have talent up and down the roster. But there's such a, I feel like they're predictable. It's a team that's not going to beat you based on I have no idea where the ball's going to go. They're going to beat you because Kawhi had 30, PG had 32, and Harden had 16 assists. They might beat you because they have the best player on the floor on any given night. Could be and, that. And in basketball, that happens frequently. They're, they're not missing anything other than, hey, I've seen them do it before. That's really the only thing that they're missing. And it's not unlike the Nuggets a year ago. They're they're missing the, I've seen Paul George in the NBA Finals, and I know he's going to show up. I've seen James Harden in the NBA Finals, and I know he's going to show up. We haven't seen that. I know Harden's played in them before, but it doesn't feel like the, that. They have had bad playoff runs, they, those two they, individual players. They absolutely have. And then it's just the the aroma yeah. shall we say of the of the clippers yeah. and it's probably unfair at this point to say it because these guys weren't part of the sterling mix this is a totally different regime it's a totally different ownership group it's totally different players it's a different coach etc cetera, etc cetera. they had nothing to do with that but Kawhi but and pg were on clippers. the clippers team that were up three games to one yeah it sticks with them a little bit yeah. you know it's kind of like a little it's kind of like having 25 people in a yoga class <laughs> hot yoga 
there's a little bit of a smell there. They're number two at plus four fifty. The Nuggets four seventy or four forty, I should say. Uh, the Nuggets four seventy five, and then there's a pretty big gap after that to the Milwaukee Bucks at seven fifty. Then an even bigger gap after that. Phoenix, big Minnesota, Oklahoma City are, are all uh, under plus two thousand odds, and then everybody else is over twenty five hundred. Mavericks, Knicks, seventy sixers, Lakers, and then over three thousand after that. How many teams can honestly win it? Celtics, Clippers, Nuggets, Bucks, Suns. Is that the list? That's five different teams. Are those five teams like you feel could win it, or is that do even we only should have, the Suns not be on that list? Do we only have a spot for five? No, you can put as many as like you, you would think. Yeah, I could see them winning the title, not making a run, winning the whole. I'm damn done at five. Thing. I'm You're, done at five. Who's the fifth? Phoenix. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Not Minnesota. Not OKC. Not Dallas. Just too young. No, I, I feel like if I'm putting those. I actually think Minnesota is a really good threat, but if you're telling me I got to put my money on KD's on this side, I, I watch I watch Phoenix on Sunday. I'm like, what the hell have I been missing? Maybe they're better than I thought they are. I would then I'd stop at five. I wouldn't go past that five. I don't even know if they're in there. It might just be those first four, and quite frankly, it might not even be beyond the first three. Right, the Celtics are. What do they have? An eight-game lead in, yeah, the, no, in the, the East. Yeah, They're East running is. away with it. The Clippers and Nuggets are clearly the two best teams in the West, and I think the Nuggets are a lot better than the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Could be two. <laughs> Let's just cut to it. Let's call it June first. Let's go to it. Celtics, Nuggets. We're done. Well, but that, that's that's my hesitation with the Clippers. You're saying clear cut in the West. I don't think they're clear cut in the West. I don't. The Clippers? Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's why I said Nuggets. As, as in yeah. clear cut second. Oh, I, I don't think yeah. they're clear cut second. I think they are. I, I just they're. Got the talent. Good. They're pretty good this year. Yeah. And I don't, what you've said, I don't really see, they're just pretty good. Like after they got that, when when they made the deal for Harden, where they go like one and five, oh one and, and five. six, oh and five. Mm-hmm. They, they really struggled. Since then, they've been really good. And he's been really good. And the, it, they're healthy for the most part. That's, that's the other part with them that you've never really been able to bet on. And this year, you know, for them, it feels like they've kind of figured that piece out. Who knows? They'll probably all not play for the rest also, of the season starting tomorrow. You know, how far did Phoenix go last year in the playoffs? How far did they go? They lost two. They lose, they lose to Dallas? No, no. Dallas no, that was two playoffs. years yeah. ago. I'd I have don't to, remember who they yeah. lost to. No. Well, they got KD, and then they it kind of fizzled almost right away. I was thinking, when was the last time we really saw KD get out of that first round? Because with the Nets, they can never get over the hump. Really, we haven't seen him go far since the Warriors. It was the Warriors. So, is Katie really somebody that you're you're putting so much faith in? I know it was Katie, but I don't want to see him come out of the locker room on the other team. You know, like if I'm if I'm rooting for Team A and he's on Team B, he scares the you know what out of me. Suns lost to the Clippers. That's right. First round or second round? First round. Yeah. So he he scares the daylights out of me. But he hasn't gotten out of the first round. I I understand. I'm just telling you the feelings when Kevin Durant is out there because he's unstoppable at times now he's to your point m they've had some pretty quick exits the brooklyn thing was a tire fire from the jump so well, i'm gonna he was throw one that foot away, away from the second yeah brooklyn was we're gonna retire his jersey. Is ben simmons playing yet has he <laughs> has he decided to, to come around or is I he still hiatus. what's that yeah he, he he seems to really love the game factor cap coming up next it's <laughs> travis lee 710 espn 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey guys, uh, I thought Greg would come in here. Come on, Greg. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what uh, Chris and the guys have to say after getting the um, the Southern California Broadcasters or Radio Broadcasters Award. So I'm excited to hear about that. Um, so this first story I'm going to get into, uh, it's kind of close to home for me because you know I, I was a swimmer for a long time. I value swimming as a sport. I think it's great. Um, but this is this is a black eye. Uh, what happened? Okay. So a swimmer for NC State uh, at the ACC Championships for swimming, he is swimming the mile, which is a 1650. It's, it's the longest event that you can swim in a, at a competition. And he kills it. He is so fast. Him and his teammate are actually in the two middle lanes, and they're up against each other, and he ends up pulling away at the last second. It was a great race. It was so well done, and he was super fast. And so he's has all this adrenaline. And I know you guys have seen like Michael Phelps after he sure. wins. He splashes the water, oh, and he's yeah. like, yes! He'll get up in the lane line and be like, yes! So this guy, he gets up, he finishes the race. His uh, teammate, who got second, is right next to him. And um, so this guy gets up in the, in the, on the ley line, like has his arms up, fist pumping, splashes the water, and then falls into his teammate's lane, okay, from the lane line into the teammate's lane. The teammate the whole time is like, yeah, look at this guy, so excited. Ends up, there is a rule in the NCAA rule book that I you cannot this until, this was gonna end. until the race is over, because other people were still racing, because he had yep. lapped them. Until the race is over, you cannot go into the lane line of someone else. And so he falls into the lane line and gets disqualified. Oh, his man. teammates ends up winning. Um, and his teammate gets on the mic um, with ACC Network afterwards and is talking about, you know. He's like, is, I did it. <laughs> he is like, this is BS. My teammate should be the winner. What am I even doing here? I'm not accepting this award because I don't deserve it because I got second place, etc. He was just being all good to his teammate and they're showing pictures of his teammate crying because it, it, sure. it's a big accomplishment of course it is ACC championships so this is BS Travis Factor Cap fact it, it, it's the rules are there to prevent chicanery right right like, technically it's in the rule book it is written it, there I, I get it but the, the rule the, the rule is not there so someone can win on a technicality right there are two people two groups of people in the world and thankfully the vast majority fall into the good group but there's enough people in the bad group that you have to write this stuff down mm. and that is people that want to win because they were better or faster or, or or just quicker or whatever the metric of the the race is. And then there are people that would just rather win at any any 
means necessary on a technicality that I don't know how far the second place guy finished behind. A few seconds, a minute, whatever it, it is. It was about like it, it was two seconds. Okay, two seconds. In, in a swim race, that's an eternity. That's, that's a big gap, right? Touch the wall and everything else. He didn't win the race. There was nothing nefarious that took place. And there are people, I'm really glad that the guy who finished second and was awarded the win refused it because he's a real competitor. The people that take those wins on technicality are chicken bleeps. It is just an absolute coward's way to try to win something and i'm glad that kid didn't do it it's an absolute crap right it is an absolute crap um and also the te- the rule technically was interference so you're not supposed to be able to swim into someone else's lane until the race is over al so is it bs fact but do i understand why they did it fact as well they right? never call it though but but this is this is the one thing is the pro- nothing you said was wrong the problem is they there's a reason why they have these rules in the books or whatever you want to call it. When how do I know when I could bend something when I can't? If you want to say guys, can we just take that rule out? That's a stupid rule. That's different. Cuz it didn't affect the outcome of the race. That, that's how. That, that's a different conversation. If this just happened and nobody expected it to happen and this guy obviously not thinking about it goes another and that is a violation. Like, I understand where they're coming from. I don't. It is BS. It is stupid. But these people are not supposed to determine what the rule is. What they're supposed to determine is, are we enforcing the rule or not? Isn't that their job? It comes down to the letter of the law or the spirit of the law. Like, you could arrest somebody for jaywalking. Are we doing that? No. no. Because that's not the, the the point is, you don't want to get anybody run over. You don't want to cause an accident. You want to yeah. write somebody a ticket? Okay, fine. It, it's this. I've got a ticket. The, the, the people that want to enforce these things are the worst people among us. The, the, I understand that there needs to be an interference rule because there could be a time where you would interfere and yeah. it could affect the outcome of a competition. That's not what this is. This is a person celebrating with a friend and there was a, a mishap that didn't affect anybody else's time. Look the other way. It's, just, it's a it's complete ridiculous. crap. It's that too. Carl, uh, Cody? I'm going to go fact on this. Yeah, I agree with everyone here. I mean, like, the guy won the race, and these are one of the rules, like, Jordan Spieth the other the other week got um, disqualified for the wrong Another stupid score rule. Card, or, like, the wrong scorecard mm. and everything like that. It's one of those rules where, like, the officials there have to be able to, like, be like, hey, like, I understand, like, he... Jordan Spieth's a little bit different, but this one, I mean, you got to be like, hey, man, like, this guy clearly won. Yes. And he's just celebrating, or he, like, fell over a little bit. It's like, come on, guys, like... You got to change it in that moment. I'm with you, Code. The Spieth one is nearly a stupid. I understand why signing the cor- the card correctly back in the day yeah. mattered because you keep my score, I keep yours. We keep each other honest. If you sign it incorrectly, man, I don't. Know, you're out, right? We, every shot's on TV. We know exactly, exactly. how Especially many times. Spieth. Right. We know exactly how many times you hit the ball. You hit it 73 times. You wrote for 74. Uh, sorry, it's 73. We, that's how many times you touched it. The, you scratched your name in a sharpie on some stupid piece of cardboard. Finally, be the, the law thing. is being enforced. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different than these unwritten rules because these are literal written rules, but no one ever enforces them. They're written, bro. Uh, Cody, yeah, they're exactly. Written. You gotta go by the law. Um, and also swimming too. It's a lot of the stuff is not negotiable. Like it's it's like DQs hmm. are are very clear, and this is a very not clear one. All right, so um, Io Debris is awesome. She's uh, one of the lead actresses of The Bear on. That's on Hulu. And she just kind of finished her award season. She got her award at the SAG Awards for Best Lead Actress, and I believe, in a comedy series. But she was asked one of those questions that they're asked a lot on the red carpet. 
what would you say to your to your um, to your past self if you could tell her anything? What would you say? And this was Io's response to that. What would you say to your younger self? Like, did you ever think that you would be here right now? Um, imagine I was like, yes. I would say nothing to her, obviously, just because of the rules of time travel. Um, I've never been visited by myself in the future, and so I think if that happened to me, I would I would not make the decisions. You understand? Um, it's like it's it's tenant logic. Anyway, um, yeah, that's what I have to say. <laughs> So basically, she took it literally that, you know, she would not want to talk to her older, um, to her younger self because of the butterfly effect. You don't know what's going <laughs> to happen. So uh, put yourself in the shoes of her literal situation. What would you say to yourself if you saw yourself? So you're walking down the street. Yeah. You see the future version of Alan Sliwa. Mm-hmm. Would you say anything to him? Al, fact or cap? Uh, fact. I think I'd say. Like, oh, sorry. Statement is you would say something to him. Yes, fact. I would. I would say something. I would. Uh, kind of simple stuff, right? Go ahead, take risks. It's okay. It's okay. Stop. Oh, don't overthink things. Like, take risks on certain things. Fail as many times as you want. That's okay. That's all part of the process. Nothing. Don't wait for a perfect scenario or situation. Just do it. So I, I'd probably go more along the lines. But not of that. like put your stocks into Apple. No. Yeah, buy <laughs> Apple and Google stock, right? Yeah. Jeff. So I, I'm the current version and i see my old self yes. or my older self is talking to my younger self you are current version travis yeah. talking to future version travis okay stay away from von sushi in hermosa beach okay okay <laughs> that just seems like that's a rule that i'm gonna follow from this point forward had somebody come and told me that yesterday i could have saved myself a lot of trouble but what if because you didn't try that then you go to somewhere else and you get hit by a car who knows <laughs> I, I quite like that it's a, yeah i I, I look, we're on a journey, right? Not to get too metaphysical on all this stuff. That this is the journey. You don't know what's around the corner. You don't know what is a good idea or a bad idea. You use all the stuff you've learned in the past to try to inform sure. the future. And if you cheat and look ahead, then what's the point of it all, right? So I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna mind my own business. All right, Cody. I'm gonna go cap. I'm not gonna say anything to myself. I'm sort of in the same like uh, realm right there. Like just kind of let things happen. If it, if it goes right, it goes right. If it goes wrong, it goes wrong. Plus, in the future, you don't have the really the perspective to know whether there things- is no future, Cody. <laughs> Did you? I don't know if you've heard that yet. Oh, <laughs> I just gotta roll my eyes every time you do this. Now. Uh, but the thing is, at least you have a future self. So no, that's very exciting. You're right. So, that's true. Um, yeah, it exists at some point in time. So um, this morning, Front Office Sports reported this that um, apparently A24, which is the studio behind Uncut Gems. Moonlight and Everything Everywhere All at Once pursued a deal to make films for the NFL, um, which didn't, they kind of like put themselves up for it. It didn't end up working out. Skydance Media instead ultimately won the rights. Um, for me, I love A24. They have amazing movies. They have Oscar winning movies. Can you tell me one of their movies that I would know? So, Wait, I think I just... Uncut Gems. Okay. okay. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I know you didn't see it. Um, the Iron Great Claw. Movie. Um, another one. Iron Claw, um, that was the one. Yeah, I was going to say I saw it, and you were mentioning it uh, mm-hmm. a couple months ago or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they make really good indie movies, but now they're kind of expanding to bigger studio projects, kind of um, widening their range. Um, so it got me thinking, you would love a very, very highbrow football movie. So an Oscar-winning football. I know we've had The Blind Side. I know we had Heaven Can Wait, things like that. But you want a very high, like Moneyball-esque football movie you would like to see that cody factor cap i'm gonna go fact i'm trying to think of what story i would want i i feel like the that documentary of the patriots just came out of like dynasty and everything like that so maybe like a brady type movie but somebody or like even like spygate or like bounty gate something mm-hmm. like that that 
was like a big scandal. That'd be a but good, not like, the Kevin James comedy not the Ke- version. Not the Kevin James one. Not the Kevin James one. But All like right. Bounty Gate would be. I feel like would be a good movie. Trev. Yeah, fact. I'd like to see it. I, I think that there are so many points of interest and there's drama in a football environment that I think you could really draw on I think that you could do something about the interpersonal relationships among teammates because you get a group of 50 or 60 people together you're going to like 10 of them you're going to hate 10 of them right and then there's probably 40 people that you don't even know their last name you know you're just kind of going through it the relationship with ownership you know is a really you know what I think tried to be what you're talking about M underdog no it's any given sunday yeah. but it, it got campy it, it got kind of silly and it, it just hit on a lot of the tropes but the bones of a really good movie i think were in there it just wasn't executed particularly well but i would love to see it yes fact. i think something like iron claw where you have to have and it's sad to hear about it a tragic story like honestly a say out story like sure. something like that where it's a tragic story that you can tell in a in a, in a beautiful way i think would be work well al so, fact two, and maybe this is just the football side of things. Maybe it's just because we all love sports. But what you said about any given Sunday, that was more than just what's happening on a football field. Yeah. There was locker room turmoil. There was Drugs, infidelity. Look at, look at these guys when they're not on a football field. They're partying. They're this. They're that. Well, you could kind of tie that storyline into anything. It just happens to be around a storyline of football, something that we all love and enjoy. So definitely fact on that one i like the idea on the concept of that type of movie studio doing something like that or like a on or an aaron hernandez like i know there's that's, oh that's, yeah these are all let's dark things, go but like yeah. do a very dark but involve football in a way of which but the nfl would have to sign off on that which i don't know if they would Let on either say or this. hernandez if, if i asked you this question about baseball i think we could all have a different answer and they'd all be pretty good answers like what is your favorite baseball movie of all time what is your favorite boxing movie of all time there's a lot of good choices in those genres what's the greatest football movie of all time there aren't nearly there because a lot of them are campy and or they're silly. documentaries or yeah, yeah i'm mm-hmm, taking exactly. i'm taking documentaries off the board i'm mm-hmm. talking about a fictionalized version of an nfl or professional football story what's the best one of those that you've ever seen remember the titans Oh, that's a yeah. Good one. I remember, Titans really good. That's, that's a good. Had one. great actors, Rudy? great story. Even though it's not so, totally true. Rudy. Well, yeah, uh, both of those are dramatized versions of a true story. Remember, the Titans might be the, and that's set in high school. You know, and and it's a movie. It's a sports movie to be sure. It's a football movie to be sure. Concussion. It's about race. That movie's about race more mm-hmm. than it is football, right? And about overcoming prejudice and all of these things. Like, but the movie about football. There really isn't one, right? Most movies about sports are not about the sport. True. So, like, Moneyball, I feel like, is the only one that's actually about the sport Mm -hmm. um, of baseball. But if we're going to take almost anything that gets acclaim, it's about something else. Yeah. Yeah, it's about the romance or it's about race. It's about uh, interpersonal family relationships, things like that. Yamamoto tomorrow, Otani today. What are we looking for? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look who's here. It's a little late, <laughs> but it is a live imaging Tuesday, seven minutes in front of 12 o'clock on the Travis and Sliwa show. I am in the danger zone. Not like Ross Porter earlier, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we are fresh off a Lakeside Golf Club, by the way, just walking around it. Okay. I mean, it's an incredible place. But Mason and Ireland are now in the Southern California Sports Broadcasters Association Hall of Fame. And I will say their induction speech, whoever delivered it, was amazing. I heard you did a good job. I did a pretty good job. Uh, what was Can the, you share any of it? I had to keep it tight because okay. we were running behind and we wanted to leave. At least I wanted to leave. It was a long morning. How, how tight? I kept it till probably two minutes. That's great. Okay, it's good. Plus, I made eye contact with a lot of my enemies, which was fun. <laughs> okay. You have a lot of well, quite a few, Em. <laughs> yeah, quite a few. Two minutes is the right length. It was perfect. It is. Now, yeah. We I charged for... the crowd. Can you give it to us? So let's hear. Let's, it. let's, let's give well, us. A... I only make notes. I don't write a okay. speech. Yeah. I started off first of all. Pepe was great. His son, who welcomed him in, inducted him in. Awesome. I said, "Let's another round of applause for Pepe Montilla, our friend, part of the fabric of 710 ESPN, and a legend." Place. I go. Thirty years together is a long time. John and Steve began in 1994 at Extra Sports 690, the blowtorch. I was 10 years old. I used to listen to 690, and this is where I dovetail. Not because it was a great sports station, because I didn't care about sports. Because it was a great radio station. The imaging, the sound, it was bigger than life. And John and Steve are bigger than life, still to this day. And then in the late 90s, they were one of the first television simulcasts of a sports radio show ever. And they don't get enough credit on F, uh, Fox Sports West. And their producer, David Singer, was dressed up as the Carl's Jr. star. <laughs> and then in 2004, they landed at ESPN Los Angeles 20 years ago. I said, when you're mentioned not only as one of the best sports radio duos in the country ever, ever, but mentioned in Los Angeles radio history with the likes of Mark and Brian, John and Ken, Ken and Bob way back in the KBC days. Kevin and Bean? I didn't. I forgot Kevin and Bean. <laughs> You are not only Hall of Famers, but you're legends. You are the cornerstone of 710 ESPN. This is where I might have fudged it a little bit and lied. Just <laughs> of for course you had to be you. <laughs> I said, I hope we have another 20 years together. Because without you, much like WFAN without Don Imus in the beginning, there is no radio station. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me a great honor to welcome Steve Mason and John Ireland, the newest members of the Southern California Solid. Broadcaster Sports Association Very good. Hall of Fame. Very good. Then there was an embrace on the stage. There How was long? a plaque. Who embraced you longer? Which one did you feel more I actually warm? think John was more warm because he okay. was definitely thinking I was going to work a bit in. <laughs> well, there's a precedent. And Pete Arbogast, of course, when he introduced me. Hey, knock him dead. Why don't you knock him dead, Pete? <laughs> Grinding me speech. over $50. What? Grinded me. Or is it ground? Grinded. Grinded me over $50 for the table. Mm-hmm. And then Ross Porter probably made headlines with his commentary, which I'm going to leave to corporate Greg because, <laughs> frankly, that's more in his world. Yeah, he said he might bring it up. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. It's something, man. I mean, I think well, news is probably 
headlines, right? Not I, I mean, I don't know. But too, it was too, disapp- pa- too past the moment. It was disappointing. Uh-oh. And then our friend JB Long was there today. Oh, nice. Uh, the great Mike Trudell. JB did a great job last night at uh, Rams Reveal. I heard. Hosting. Yeah. Bob Fantastic. Miller was there, who I hadn't seen in a long time. Yep. Great Bob Miller. Pepe Monti, of course. Of course. Joe Davis accepting a lot of Dodgers awards. Okay. I guess he doesn't do spring training. No, he does not. It's Tim Navarrete. That sounds festive. <laughs> it's his name. Never. I mean, Joe. Joe. Neverett. Did I say it wrong? Neverett. Yeah. Thank you. It truly, Cody. doesn't matter. <laughs> Joe could use a few practice rounds, though. I mean, maybe a little spring training for Joe. I'm not. I'm not obsessed with Joe Davis like everybody uh, else. Oh, I think he's amazing. Oh, see what I mean? Amazing. How I old do. is he? How I, old is I, he? Thirty-three or four. That's pretty. So when he walked in, yeah, he looked impressive. at me and like started to come over. I go, "Hey, bro," and I went back to talking to Trudell. I don't need any Joe Davis handshake. Oh, I. I would like that. I would like to. I didn't need it, Joe. What don't you like? It's not that I don't. I think he's boring, frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I'm no. a. I love Hershiser. Hershiser's I'm a, I'm amazing. I'm a Scully guy. Don Drysdale. But you have used to be Ross Porter, but never not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. You have this zero something. You can like Hershiser and Scully and Drysdale and still like Joe Davis. There's Why do like, you like him? Because I think he's incredibly informed. I think his excitement level matches the moment. He's probably in the car listening to us right time. now. I feel bad. I think that he is funny. I think he's got a very keen sense of humor. I think he's terrific. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Not I mean, your cup of tea. He, and by the way, he and Oral together, I think, are a great team. Well, Oral's great. He should be in the Hall Oral of Fame. Oral is great. And not the SCSBA Hall of Fame, but the, the actual Cooperstown. Cooperstown Hall of Fame. Anyway, what have I missed today so far? Anything good? We talked about Rams Revealed. We yeah. talked about Slee's Hot Yoga. You did Hot Yoga last you night. You did Hot Yoga yeah. last night? Yep. You didn't pass out? Uh, we had some We had some moments. Were you sweaty? Oh, yeah, I'm I, I didn't. Did you do the solo even, or with Lady Slee? With Lady Slee. Oh, okay. Even if I didn't make a movement, I would be drenched in sweat by the time I'm done. <laughs> it's 110 degrees in there. So, but we we got through it. I, I'm not kidding when I tell you this. My goal was just a don't pass out and b stay for the full. Your hour. first time at hot yoga or second time? Maybe five six years ago, I did a couple times. And Lady Slee's a big hot yoga. She just started. She always does Pilates. She just recently, in these last couple months, started doing yoga. Yeah. We found out that Emily hates Hotel California and hates the Eagles. Hotel California. I don't hate Wait, Hotel whoa, whoa, whoa. California. No, no, no. It's a long story, man. It's not Is good. this because of the, the, the uh, Don Henley headline where he no. tried to bury the past? I, I, I know. I, apparently it's a karaoke related. Why yeah, you, I just think it's a bad karaoke song. What about the drummer goes, boom, boom. So that's On part of karaoke? On a dark desert highway. You can always check out, but you can never leave. You can never leave. leave. <laughs> Kind of like 710 ESPN. <laughs> what you're in, you are in. You sticking around? You're here for the rest of the We're day? We're here now. Now Live Imaging Tuesday begins. Okay. So live let's have some Imaging fun. Tuesday. We'll have a little fun. Coming up next, Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.